Welcome to the Injured List Podcast, your source for all sports injury topics. For the weekend warrior to the sports fantasy guru, we keep you in the action and out of the injured list. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the host of the Injured List Podcast, Brian Scott. Welcome to another episode of the Injured List Podcast, part of the Blue Wire Podcast community and the Blue Wire Hustle Program. I'm your host and creator of the podcast, Brian Scott. Thank you for joining us this week's NFL injury updates as we head into week 13. We're going to run down some high-profile injuries heading into this weekend. Dalvin Cook, Debo Samuel, Kyler Murray, and Aaron Rodgers, to name a few. That list does not even include those who were out because of COVID or violated the league COVID policy by not being honest about their vaccination status. Antonio Brown, Baker Mayfield, Alvin Kamara, Daniel Jones, and Darren Waller, IT band, are some others whose names whom I've been asked about, so we will cover them as well. I want to first thank those sponsors who have helped me with getting our show out to the masses and helping us each week as we look to expand our audience. Special thank you to Blue Wire Podcasts and the Blue Wire Hustle team, whom I've had the pleasure of collaborating with on several other podcasts. Looking forward to doing more work with them as we close out the year here. They are helping me with a few new things as well, including a new segment that we are unveiling in this episode titled The Throckmorton Sign Injury of the Week. In this segment, We will tell the tale of an injured athlete that sounds unbelievable, but actually did happen. These are wacky injuries that happen sometimes off the field of play. So that should provide some interesting topics. And if you don't know what the satirical medical term Throckmorton sign is, I highly suggest you do a Google search. I think you might find it very funny. Now, one more bit of housekeeping before we get into the substance of the show. Unfortunately, I had to cancel my Twitter Spaces live injury Q&A this week as I was called into service at my job, but orthopedics does not stop for no one, so when duty calls, I usually answer. However, I promise here to you now that no matter what, I will get a weekly injury update episode out by Friday each week so you all can make those bets or fantasy roster moves with plenty of time to spare. Now, without further ado, here we go. Probably the biggest news in the NFL surrounding injuries has to revolve around Dalvin Cook. He's considered one of the top fantasy options at the running back position and routinely puts up big stats and is an important cog in the Vikings offense. The injury that he had occurred during a routine handoff in the third quarter last week against the 49ers. After fumbling on the play and staying down on the field, clutching his left shoulder, the medical team would eventually have him carted off the field. Turns out he dislocated his shoulder and there have been some discrepancies about what the MRI showed as far as the damage had occurred. Adam Schechter and Ian Rappaport both reported that he has a torn labrum. 
This is consistent and often associated with dislocated shoulders. It's an important structure that provides stability to the shoulder joint so as to not have recurrent dislocations. Now, there are a variety of types of labrum tears, some more specific to shoulder dislocations. However, this does not mean that all of them are surgically repaired right away or at all. Some reports have said that Dalvin Cook has been playing with a torn labrum in his right shoulder and that he had shoulder surgery on both sides while in college for torn labrums related to shoulder dislocations. This is a very important piece of information. Head coach Mike Zimmer has also been quoted as saying that Dalvin does not have a torn labrum. I doubt this to be true, given Dalvin's history of dislocations and seeing the highlights of the injury myself. Also, it would be highly unlikely that he would have some type, or I should say not have some type of labor tear following yet another dislocation to a shoulder that he previously had injured and repaired. The key question is, how stable is that shoulder going forward and can he play? Well, as we have seen, it could be like flipping a coin. Baker Mayfield has been playing through his shoulder dislocation times two, and he's wearing a brace for added stability and to reduce a chance of a third dislocation. My guess is that at some point in the near future, if not before the, this season ends, he will have that surgically treated so as to not let this linger into next season. On the opposite side of that coin is J.J. Watt of the Arizona Cardinals, who had season-ending shoulder surgery for a dislocated shoulder, torn labrum, and a torn rotator cuff. Although he recently tweeted a quote from Albert Einstein that had people speculating on a possible return before season's end. So right now, they are saying two weeks for Dalvin Cook. I do not think this is unreasonable, but it all hinges on how stable that shoulder is. These next two weeks are going to be very telling, so pay attention to see what, if anything, does he does at practice. For sure, when or if he does step back on the field, he will be wearing some type of brace. Question is, when will he step back on the field? My guess is that if he will miss as much time as he can, so long as the Vikings are still in the playoff hunt. So pay attention to the injury reports and daily practice reports that show what each player does at practice because he will have to ramp up his activity and test that shoulder out before getting back on the field on game day. Now, the running back position has been hit particularly hard this year with injuries. Ask me how I know. Well, for one, Alvin Kamara has missed the last three weeks due to a knee injury. That is very rare. Aside from being one of the most productive backs in the game and in fantasy, he almost never misses time to injury. He's one of the most durable backs out there. As of the recording of this episode, he was listed out for the Thursday night game against the Cowboys, marking his fourth straight week out. The Saints are 0-3 in that time, by the way. He is healing from an MCL injury to his knee. Although this is not as severe or scary as an ACL injury, because it rarely requires surgery, it does take quite some time to heal. Therefore, with him being limited in practice all week, and with Taysom Hill taking snaps under center, and their backup running backs with no designation after their names, meaning that they're going to play, the writing was on the wall that Kamara was not playing against the Cowboys. Based on reports, it sounds like he is close, but still experiencing some lingering soreness in the knee. Well, with the team spiraling downwards after Jameis Winston's season-ending knee injury, and them going probably, potentially, 0-4 while he's out, 
I'm not sure how much longer the Saints can keep him on the sideline. And don't forget about Christian McCaffrey. He was lost to the season because of a season-ending ankle injury. Saquon Barkley missed five weeks with an ankle sprain. So there's been a lot of big-time running backs who have been injured this year, more so probably than I can recall in the near future. We'll be right back after this. When your business is starting its championship run, nothing matters more than finding and hiring the best team. With Indeed, you have the power to build a dynasty by hiring more MVPs faster. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through March 31st. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applicants that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. No matter how the last game went, anytime you take the field, you got a shot at greatness. Give your team the best shot at winning by recruiting more MVPs with Indeed. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I love that. That is the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify is a platform designed for anyone to sell anywhere, giving entrepreneurs like me the resources that were once reserved for big business. And it's customized to your needs. You get a great looking online store that really helps bring your ideas to life and tools to manage the day-to-day and drive sales. And I'm speaking about this from experience. I'm really passionate about bass fishing. And a little over five years ago, I started an e-commerce bass fishing brand with my best friend, Aaron, called Woo Tungsten. Actually, it's pronounced Woo Tungsten, W-O-O exclamation mark, because that's the sound you make when you catch a giant bass. And it was a no-brainer to do this on Shopify because they've made it so easy every step of the way from creating product listings to making discount codes to managing shipments. In fact, if you want to see what an e-commerce store looks like on Shopify, go to wootungsten.com and you can see. And it's no wonder that every 28 seconds, a small business owner makes their first sale on Shopify. You can get started by building and customizing your online store with no coding or design experience. And you can gain knowledge and confidence with extensive resources to help you succeed. Plus, with 24-7 support, you're never alone. It's more than a store. Shopify grows with you. This is Possibility powered by Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash bluewire, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial, and you'll get access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Start selling on Shopify today, just like me, just like Wu Tungsten, by going to shopify.com slash bluewire right now. That's shopify.com slash bluewire. If you're looking for ways to skip the trip to the post office and dodge all that hectic holiday shopping traffic, why not save time and money with stamps.com? Stamps.com lets you compare rates, print labels, and access exclusive discounts on UPS and USPS services all year long. It just makes sense, especially if your business sends more mail and packages during the holidays. 
Whether you're selling online or running an office or side hustle, Stamps.com can save you so much time, money, and stress during the holidays. Access all the post office and UPS shipping services you need without taking the trip. And get discounts you can't find anywhere else, like up to 40% off USPS rates and 76% off UPS. My wife has a successful internet side hustle, and she relies on Stamps.com to get the products to her customers. Going to the post office instead of using Stamps.com is kind of like taking the stairs instead of the elevator. Just going up a couple floors, sure, take the stairs. Walking up 30 flights a day, you could use a break. If you spend more than a few minutes a week dealing with mail and shipping, Stamps.com is a lifesaver. You'll save so much time and money, you'll wonder why you didn't start sooner. Save time and money this holiday season with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code POD, that's P-O-D, for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code POD. This is the Injured List Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Are you interested in being a guest on the show? Or do you know someone who would make a good guest? Want Brian Scott to be on your show? If so, share the podcast with your friends. Or drop us a line and we will get back to you right away. Email us at theinjuredlist411 at gmail.com or visit our website at www.theinjuredlist.com. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for our new segment, the Throckmorton Injury of the Week, brought to you by the Blue Wire Podcast Community and the Blue Wire Hustle Program, of which we are a proud member. This one goes back to 1998, when David Cohn was on the Yankees, and he was just trying to pet his mother's dog during the 1998 season. Instead, the Jack Russell Terrier turned on him and bit his pitching hand, causing him to miss at least one start. Luckily for the Yankees, Cohn's injury allowed them to call up El Duque, Orlando Hernandez from the minors, and I think the rest is pretty much history. That was basically the moment that he stepped onto the roster and never left after that. Uh, they actually made it to the World Series and won the title that season uh, with El Duque helping them along the way. And you can thank David Cohn's mother's Jack Russell Terrier. So every week we're going to bring to you one of the dumbest injuries of the week. And these are some of the dumbest injuries in the history of sports, not necessarily related to on-field injuries. Some of these don't even have anything to do with sports, but they happen to athletes. So we'll be covering a whole bunch of them. Once again, this was proudly brought to you by Blue Wire Podcast Community, the Blue Wire Hustle Program, the Throckmorton Injury of the Week. All right, moving right along. We are now going to look at some quarterbacks. Daniel Jones is questionable. The next train. Baker Mayfield is all banged up and just keeps playing. And Aaron Rodgers has COVID toe. Or is it a fractured toe that may or may not need surgery? But he's 
immunized against COVID. Wait, or was he vaccinated? Well, he didn't lie to the NFL, or did he? No, no, wait. He lied to us, but Antonio Brown, no, no, no. He lied to the NFL, and that people equals suspension. Well, it is all very confusing, and dare I say very political, because I don't see any rationale that could easily uh, justify the discrepancies in their punishments for essentially doing the same thing, which is violating league protocols. But I digress. Kyler Murray is coming back. Yay! I'm still upset that I did not pick him up again this year for my fantasy team. But then again, I got Josh Allen and he has not missed five weeks with an ankle injury. So (laughs) pretty good, I guess. There have been no reports that he had a high ankle sprain. But that being said, sometimes a low ankle sprain can take up to six weeks for full return to athletic participation. Saquon Barkley missed five weeks this season with one. And unfortunately for Carolina, Christian McCaffrey's season is over due to one. Now, most of us, if we sprained our ankle, we could expect to be out of sports for anywhere between six to eight weeks. So why all the fuss? Well, the Cardinals are playing well, and they're winning. I say take as much time as you need, Kyler. Get ready for that playoff run. The closer he is to 100% before stepping back on the field, the less likely this thing is going to cause him any problems the rest of the way. He's been limited in practice, so until he has that cue removed from the end of his name, and Coach Kingsbury tells the media otherwise, I don't expect him back this week against the Bears. Now, tight end Darren Waller has injured his IT band. No, not his IT band. It's his IT band, you know, his iliotibial band. Odd injury given the circumstances and the mechanism. He was tackled from the side after a reception on Thanksgiving against the Cowboys. Injured his knee. MRI revealed the injury, but to a lot of us sports medicine people, it is just flat out odd. The mechanism of the injury is more in line with some type of ligament injury, usually like an LCL or a lateral collateral ligament injury. But if you know anything about the LCL and the LCL injuries, they are very rare, especially an isolated LCL injury. Why? Well, because that thing is like a rope, a really tight rope. It's hard to injure it, especially in isolation. In my 20 years in sports medicine, I've never seen an isolated LCL sprain. The IT band, on the other hand, is not often injured acutely. It's usually more of a chronic type of injury. It's neither ligament nor tendon. It functions to provide some stability to the hip and knee as it intersects with both joints along the outside of your upper leg and thigh down to your knee. It's most often associated with chronic overuse type injuries and most often seen in runners. So not sure what to make of this MRI report for Darren Waller. Some reports are saying out for two weeks. Some saying maybe as many as four. I'm saying, yep, sounds about right. Okay, last but not least, Debo Samuel. Safe to say he's having an all-pro breakout season. Apparently, he's been dealing with some type of groin strain. He reported that he felt his groin tighten up on him this past weekend but he also said he fully expects to be ready after just one week of recovery. Dude has been running sick all over the field, and he's only in his third year in the league, and both he and his team are peaking at just the right time. The 49ers are hot right now, and if Debo says that he went down because he felt his groin tighten and he did not want to injure it worse, I believe him. I say at most two weeks out. 
Groin injuries to receivers in football are not nearly as bad as kickers. And those are probably worse than hockey players who are a close race for worse athletes to have groin injuries. Well, it's getting late. I got to go. I know there are a lot more injured players to discuss, but I could be here all night. So that is why if you want me to cover a topic or an injured player, best bet is to go to your podcast hosting platform of choice and download and listen to my episodes. There is a lot more content where this came from, and chances are I might already have covered your favorite athlete or a sports injury that you may be interested in hearing about. Not to mention, there are some really cool interviews that I have done with folks from all backgrounds and all walks of life talking about sports injuries. You might be surprised how we work that into the conversation. So as I depart, remember, stay safe, stay active, and stay healthy.